Welcome back to Balance Boldly, the new podcast for ambitious women and a few brave men who are absolutely tired of just simply surviving their work life and they're moving into a space of thriving by creating their joy. As you guys know, we have made an extreme pivot to go deeper into the space that we've evolved in. We're no longer just campaigning to shake the shame that is extremely important. We've moved beyond it and we're now giving you tools to do something about it. Once you've shaken the shame, now what do you do to kind of progress and move on so you can thrive in your life, in your love, and in your business? And what we're doing today on our flagship episode, which I am super excited about because this is episode five zero. This is number 50. Um, season 10 is all about the burn zone. We really want to talk about it. I think it's uh, more than important and on the heels of some of the things that have been happening in the world around us of late with some of the celeb- celebrities that we follow, that we know, that we love. I think this is a great opportunity for us to dive deep. And I have to say that I have the absolute perfect mogul-minded expert with me today to have this conversation with you. Um, Newell Anderson and I literally just kind of touched base not that long ago and just fell in love with each other in our conversation of alignment. Like we just realized outside of the professional side of ourselves and the business side of ourselves, in our core, we just really are in sync with understanding that the world works in very specific and peculiar ways and you don't have to be drowned in all of the noise of it. So I want to take a few seconds to introduce you to this amazing man who's been in business for well over 25 plus years with domestic and international relationships. He's done everything from the corporate and Wall Street side, helping people develop comprehensive wealth strategies for families and family companies, all the way through his new pivot of amazingness in the company that he takes care of now is extensive public relations, marketing campaigns, event planning, advertising, development strategies for branding and international domestic organizations for the purpose of driving revenue. So he's not about the posture. He doesn't want you to just look good for the gram so you could take a couple of good pictures and get a few likes. He's trying to help your business make money and he's doing a phenomenal job of it right in my second home in New York City. Newell, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? Thank you, Nikita. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on today. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, you and I were talking before we kind of push record in our virtual kitchen that we're, we're in right now, just with the devastating news, I think, um, both as a clinician and an advisor for the unfortunate loss that we're reeling with at the time of this recording, we're recording it on the day that Anthony Bourdain um, was found dead in his apartment Um, from committing suicide just a few days shy of Kate Spade, who was a fashion mogul who also fell to the same fate in in which actual way it's not important. We don't know. Um, But it just kind of highlighted the fact that as we kick off this new episode about the burn zone and, and burnout and kind of dealing with it, that everything is not what it seems. You know, people who seem to have it all are not necessarily able to maneuver and navigate through life in the way that we think they are just because they have tons of followers or they seem to have big bank accounts. Um, So what I wanted to make sure that we dove in today was just dealing with the reality of burnout. And I know that you deal with it from a different perspective with your clients, um, with all the things that you help them with um, on the marketing, the branding, the public relations side, which obviously is different. People kind of put that all into one puddle and it's not and not 
Um, so I would love for you, um, just from the business side of it, to give a little bit perspective of how much you take off the plate of the company and the individuals that would normally have to deal with that. Uh, what some of those differences are in public relations, uh, marketing, and the event planning side when you're trying to help a company do more than just be liked, but to actually grow their business. Sure. Well, and, and you hit it right on the point that they lump them all together from marketing, advertising, branding, public relations, and they are really truly all separate. And what we have found that people who try to do everything themselves end up basically burning themselves out because if you're doing a marketing campaign or you're trying to build and enhance your brand or you need a public relations campaign going to get you exposed into the demographic markets that you're looking for, while you're doing that and try to do it on yourself, who's taking care of your business? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. you're in business to run your business and you cannot do it alone. And I know, yeah, there are a lot of people who, oh, I don't want to spend money for this. You have no alternative but to spend money for it because while you're practicing your marketing techniques, which most people really do not understand, unfortunately, on how it works and, and the ramifications that go about building that brand and how important that brand is, your business is suffering on a day-to-day -day basis because mm -hmm. you're not conducting business. So we work with select individuals and companies to coordinate those strategies for them, give them advice, give them direction, be their advisor, their consultant, to get them exposed into those markets that they want to do so that they can run their business. Mm -hmm. it's, there, there's a saying, it's all about the money all the time. And that's very true if you're in business. Right. But in addition to that, you need to have a reputation of integrity, mm -hmm. of character, mm -hmm. of trust. So people want to do business with people who are successful, but they also want to do business on a relationship basis. And one of the things that has happened, Nikita, is people have gotten away from the relationship aspect of it, and they're gone to texts and their faxes and you know emails, and everybody hides behind these things rather than developing a relationship. There's, an, there's a saying that we used to use on Wall Street, nobody cares how much you know until they know that you care. Mm. How are you going to care if you're only texting and communicating via email? You're not. Things are misunderstood. There's no relationship whatsoever other than into the, you know, the, the cloud somewhere. That's not how business is really conducted. And it's funny that you bring that up because things have changed and it's become more difficult for people. You know, you've got your texts, your smartphones, your emails, mm -hmm. and, and it's truly more time consuming and stressful today than it was 20 years ago. We yeah. look at it, but the reality of it is, it is. You're, you got your handheld phone and you're on it from six in the morning till 10 at night. Okay? Mm -hmm. It didn't used to be that way. So you never get the break that you used to have. Back in the 80s, and I believe it was like the mid 80s, there was a commercial uh, done by United Airlines, which is truly my favorite commercial of all time. And it has the president of the company coming in with all his, all his lieutenants around him. And he's saying, we just lost one of our best customers that we've had for over 20 years. Wow. So he's handing out airline tickets because everybody at the time was using faxes and voicemails. No one was talking. And the reality of it was it was true back then. Yeah. Truer now. We need to, to get away from the texts and the hide behind things and bring back the human touch. And we work very closely and very hard with our clients and our yeah. relationships to educate them, get them away from that, talk to it. The service of your client is what's going to make your life better because there is nothing better in the world than a warm referral of someone who is happy with your services. You know, you, you, yeah. can't, you can't put a price on that. So 
being able to offer your services or your product or whatever it is that you're doing, mm -hmm. that human touch is vital to your long-term success because they can flip you off with a switch if you don't. No, I totally agree. Now, so here's, here's the other challenge, right? So the, there's the side of the entrepreneurs, regardless of what size the business is, typically they're doing way more than they should. They're wearing multiple hats, as most of us do. Uh, but they're wearing hats that they don't necessarily need to have. So we're, we're talking not just to the, uh, you know, I hate the term solopreneur, right? And you and I had a conversation about that. But we're not just talking to the person who may have a team of, you know, less than two or three people. We're talking to entrepreneurial minded executives that are in these business development positions that have these micro businesses within larger, you know, kind of national and international companies with these silos that they're running they're trying to do too much and they're handling so much of it. So as much as they want to have a human touch and be more personal, they're not really sure where they can cultivate the time for it um, and make it authentic versus, you, you know, because I'm sure you've met people, especially being in on Wall Street and in New York. They're, they're coming. It's a five minute conversation. You're not even sure what happened. It zipped you around. There was really no connection. So there was no connection in that meeting of a physical touch because they weren't even thinking about you when they were in front of you. They were already on to the next thing or how they're running late or, you know, whatever the, the minds was thinking partially because they're, they're not bringing in the right team. Absolutely. Right? The, the, the key to success for people in corporations and corporate America and divisions, as well as entrepreneurs, is the old adage, hire people smarter than you, Yes. okay, and let them do their job. You need to learn as a manager to delegate. Mm -hmm. If you're incapable of delegating, then you've got the wrong people on your team, mm -hmm. okay? Because usually if you bring in a, a marketing guy or you bring in a finance guy or you bring in a business development guy, they're usually pretty much uh, astute to doing that job than you are. Right. Let them do their job with your guidance. Obviously, you need to oversee it, but you need to take that stuff off your plate, and that's what your teams are for. Mm -hmm. Okay. You you can't be a micromanager, especially in today's society. It's 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 impossible. It'll it'll, it'll kill you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, so you hire people. You let them let them do their job. Let them run. You'll be you'll be amazed at the loyalty and the performance levels that come out of people who are allowed to do what they were hired to do. Right. So what do you suggest for, for everyone who's listening, um, regardless of the title that they wear, but when they have the, the power to be in an influential or a direct hire position to bring in team, and they obviously also have the responsibility of being connected to the company mission and vision, to move, you know, at the end of the day, it's about moving the company forward. Like you said, business is business. Um, when it comes to, which is really big, they have to stand out of, above the noise. I hate to be cliche, but standing out above the noise right now in the market is the, is the thing, which is where your company comes in, the PR, the marketing, the branding, all that. We but, put the spotlight on you. Absolutely. I, I love that. And, but they don't know what to ask the right company like yours to filter because it's not, not all PR branding marketing companies are the same, right? So like, and they're nervous about that. So part of the reason that they're not coming to the right companies and hiring and, and kind of delegating that part of the, the project out for the growth of their business is they don't know how to filter 
and ask the right questions. So what are some of the questions you would say, company A who's about to do a big branding or marketing or PR campaign, here are some of the questions that you need to ask for your own mental health and work-life balance so you're not going crazy to at least know that you're getting a more ideal type of vendor to work with in that area. Well, what we would do from, from that direction is, first of all, we are firm believers in what I call know your client. Mm, mm -hmm. So we're going to ask the first questions. Okay. We want to understand what your goal is, what your vision is, what you're looking to accomplish. And then we can start laying out strategies for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And at that point, and a lot of the business executives, and I dealt with it a tremendous amount in the wealth management business on Wall Street. People were afraid to ask questions because they didn't want to feel stupid. Okay. Yeah. The reality of it is they do what they do. We do what we do. Right. And we may not have all the answers, but we know where to find the answers and get it to build into that strategy. So my, my direction is, and thoughts is sit back, mm -hmm. talk to people, have a dialogue. Mm -hmm. If you start asking the right questions, the people will start to talk and lead you down the road that they want to go. Yeah. Okay. But you have to, we, we're going to ask the questions first because we need to understand what your goals are. I have a saying all the time when I was on wall street and someone would tell me they were an aggressive investor. I wanted to know, well, what does that really mean? Mm. And aggressive to me and aggressive to you may be two different things. Completely. Yeah. So let's drill down on it. Let's have a detailed discussion and comprehension of your vision, what your, what your obstacles are, what, what, what are your roadblocks? What's your, what's your issues with personnel, company, mm. market situations, market share? Are you in the niche? It's amazing to me, the people that tell me, well, I don't have any competition. Really? Mm. I don't know any business in the world that doesn't have competition of some sort. Right. Okay? So, you know, let's define what your market is and let's, let's develop a clear path. If you're going to get before GPS, if you were going to go from New York to Ohio, what did you do? You got a map to find out how you were going to get there. Exactly. It's the same thing in your personal direction. It's the same thing in your business without a plan. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a plan that is adjustable. It's a growing document. It's going to move. It's going to twist. It's going to turn, but you got to have a plan. Exactly. If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? No, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent in alignment with that. Um, and I'm not even sure if you and I were talking about our joy map method, because we believe create balance, create your joy and you map it out. Like that's how you get it from a spiritual place, you know, put it, make it plain, right? <laughs> Write it down, make it plain, but also from a space of put it in front of you so you can speak life into it and move forward towards that thing that you have faith and you believe in, which is, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. But it's in alignment with mapping it out and making sure that you have something that it's okay if how you get there kind of changes or pivots or you have to be a little bit flexible to it because and of it's going to change. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's going to change. Yeah. Things are certain things are going to work. Certain things are not going to work for whatever reason. Exactly. You know, it's not going to be a straight line upward. There's going to be ups and downs and twists and turns. Mm -hmm. And where you end up going and how you end up getting there may be totally different from the first plan that you put together. Because you have to adapt. You have to be, especially today. I mean, it's unbelievable the adapt yeah. adaptation that needs to happen in, you know, businesses and personal, you know, because of, because of the stress and the strain of everything happens so fast in microseconds. Yeah. So you, you need to have that strategy. And it's going to change in all probability. But you have to adapt. 
No, I 100% agree. So I heard you say some powerful things, both as reminders and as innovative ways of thinking about the new age of business to decrease and combat burnout on one level is we want some human healthy relationships to cultivate them. We need to, to be able to not only to delegate, but to delegate and then back up. Like, you know, if you're going to delegate something back up, back up and let that person actually or that team do what you just delegated to them um, or perhaps revisit who's doing the work. If you feel, you, you know, you don't feel confident in their ability to do it. Absolutely. That's right. So delegate back up or replace. <laughs> I also heard you very strongly say to be flexible and open-minded about the possibility of pivoting within your process in order for you to, to get to whatever the greater goal is, which is awesome. So you're doing a lot of great things. I have to ask you before we wrap up, you know, what do you do to take care of yourself while you're taking care of all these other companies and your, your team is handling and managing lots of other thriving national and international businesses, what do you do to give yourself permission to pause and just take care of Newell? Uh, well, one of the things I really enjoy doing is I like to walk mm -hmm. and I like to read. So I try to make it a point to, I love walking the city. I, you know, if, if I'm in Philadelphia or DC or Pittsburgh or New York, wherever I may, I may be, I love to go out and just walk and clear your head. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I love baseball games. I love to watch baseball. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, anytime the Yankees are on, I'm trying to be there <laughs> watching. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny because we actually have a client uh, who is a very prominent attorney in, mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh, actually. And he has developed some training and educational models on how to be a more happy, effective lawyer. Oh, yeah. Because of the lawyer burnouts and they're all focused on billings and mm -hmm. things of that nature. How do you do this and, and be able to step back and become, because if you're happier, you're going to be more effective, right? That's right. That's if, you're right. A, if you're able to go to your kid's recital or if you're able to spend time with your children and your family to do the things that you really want to do because in the rea at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. You're working your tail off to make money to make your family a better life. Exactly. Give them things that you didn't. So when you're, more ha when you're happier, you become more effective by definition because mm -hmm. the burnout it becomes fun. It becomes a joy. And the reality is, especially for, you know, for, for entrepreneurs, okay, mm -hmm. it's a 24-7 job. Yes, it is. Term, okay. Mm -hmm. But you need to learn how to control what's really important. Do I really need to answer this email that really can wait till tomorrow? Right. Or can I pick up the phone and even call them, which is even better? Exactly. Okay? And say, hey, I can't talk to you right now, or let's make an appointment to talk or whatever. And you put it off. So, you know, you be, need to be able to prioritize your life just as you do your clients. I 100% agree with that. That is um, well within my wheelhouse. You know that um, from a space of the reality is the way that you are at home shows up at work and vice versa. Whether, you're, whether your work is corporate work, you know, nonprofit work, or it's entrepreneurial, you're innovating a new way to, to do something work. Um, and it does show up and it affects your clients one way or another, because we're impacting people from every single angle of our being. The way you look at someone when you walk, when you rush past them down the street, we're impacting people. So I 100% agree with you, Noel. You're, you're speaking my language. <laughs> and if you don't think clients notice it, 
when you know when when you're trying to talk to a customer or a client or whatever, or you're sitting across the table from, they can sense the discomfort or the stress, or you know that you're not paying attention. You need to learn to ask and and, and talk to people and have a conversation. You know, we do something for our clients uh, once they've been established and they've started to build their brand. It's called a personal introductory event. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we invite anywhere from like 23 to 25 people maximum to come and meet you, the client. They know who you are. They know what you do. Okay. And the idea is to have a conversation. You're not there to sell anything. You're not going to provide any sales presentations. They're coming to meet you for a reason. Why? They obviously had a need or they wouldn't be coming. So they're willing to be open-minded to meet you. And hear what you have to say, but it's a conversation. I say all the time, develop a relationship and then do business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Relationships are hard to break. Transactions are easy to break. Yes, absolutely. You're you're speaking my language. Okay, Noel, tell everyone how they can connect with you so that your company can ask them the right questions and see if you guys are a good fit. That's perfect. Well, first of all, I want to say that we talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. It does not hurt to talk. It's yeah. free to talk. So let's see if we can have a conversation and if it makes sense for both of us to potentially do business together. Even if we don't do business, we still have made a new friend that we may find out that we need, you know, you're a, you're a drugstore owner or whatever. We want to refer business to you. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to provide opportunities because we're a firm believer in quid pro quo and working with people. Just because we don't do business with you for whatever reason doesn't mean we can't have a relationship that could be very beneficial to all of us. That's right. Uh, well, the name of our company is Kachopoli Anderson LLC. We are located in New York City at Rockefeller Center going on our ninth year. And our uh, contact information, you can reach me at Newell at kachopleyanderson.com. Uh, our website is www.kachopleyanderson.com. And my direct line is 917-656-8142. Uh, my business partner, Mark Kachopley, just real briefly, has been in the marketing public relations in Manhattan for 25 years. She's an expert at what she does, and she's phenomenal in the creative aspect. She's a creative, I'm the business. And we work very well together and good synergies there. Uh, how you spell Kachopoli? It's C-A-C-C-I-O-P-P-O-L-I. So <laughs> <laughs> I love we got, it. We got lots of questions of that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, my business partner and I, we've been working together for nine years. And it's, uh, it's, it's been a phenomenal relationship. It's a perfect synergy between us and our clients. And we, we, we take ownership of them. They become family. We're very, very concerned about their success because if they are successful, we by definition will be successful. Absolutely. I always say my clients are, we're partners in success because that's, that's the goal for all of us. I so appreciate you. I know you have such a full, I don't like to use the word busy, a full and productive schedule um, that you carved out for us today, for our listeners. Uh, Listeners, of course, I honor you for you also taking the time to invest in us to have this information be seeded into you and let the things that need to grow, grow and help you create your balance and create your joy. For anyone who's new to the Balance Boldly podcast today, I welcome you and I thank you for taking this time out. I encourage you to subscribe 
so you can make sure you get all the notifications when we have our weekly interviews with mogul-minded experts like Newell Anderson come and share his gentle but poignant honesty with us, um, both in business, in life, and in some cases in love whatever we need to talk about, especially when it comes to those healthy relationships, because we want you to combat the burnout. We want you to eliminate imposter syndrome. And for God's sakes, we want you to do more than just survive your work life and create a custom fit work life balance that is specifically made for you. So we thank you for being here. And as always, enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly. Mm -hmm.